0: Hello everybody, welcome to RPG Cast episode 404. Episode 404 for the week of November 19, 2016. I'm Christopher here here on what should be a lost episode given its uh, number, but probably won't be because I like putting stuff on the website. Um, If I've done everything right this time, everything is recording, and so you'll be able to hear the voices of Alice Wilkinson. Uh, Yeah, only if I remember to take myself off mute. Yeah, well, you know, I can't do everything for you. Also, Kelly Ryan.
1: I very nearly accidentally muted myself, too.
0: Oh, my goodness. (laughs) This is going to be one of those days. And finally, Anna-Marie Privetier. I can't mute myself good (laughs) they're stuck with you hello everybody it's our first uh it's our first podcast post extra life thanks for joining us and thank you everybody who came out and supported us during extra life it was a fun time uh we got thousands of dollars raised uh what was our final total extra-life.org i should have had this up ahead of time Slash team slash. You can actually still donate to us if you'd like to help us hit our goals. Even yes, we've you already can done
2: donate it. to the end of the year.
0: Oh my gosh, we hit our goal. We hit our team goal. Woo! Woo that must okay. happen when Noodle was streaming last time. Ah, oh, twenty six fifteen raised <laughs> out of twenty five seventy four. So my completely arbitrarily chosen team goal was met. And uh, let's see. I don't think I met my individual goal, but that's okay because our our team hit it. And that is the that is the good part. So, thanks everybody. Um Anna, you hit your individual goal. So, yeah. congrats. And uh yeah. So that was fun. Um we need to uh we'll probably do it on actual Extra Life weekend next year. I think is what we're thinking. But uh yeah. Oh, you don't have to listen to us pimp extra life anymore, but thank you everybody who helped stick with us and the podcast that happened during it and all the streaming and the Jackbox playing and all that so, for, sort of fun yeah, stuff. Thanks for
2: everybody who came to the stream. It, it really is appreciated. Yeah.
0: And of course for all your donations, uh, which is the whole point of the thing. So thank you for giving money to help heal kids. And with that, we'll close the chapter on extra life. Unless you want to go and give and get me up to my thousand dollar goal. I'm only like a little over hundred bucks away from that. So, if any of you missed it and felt like, "Hey, how can I help kids this charitable season?" Well, go give to me an extra life, and that's a very selfish way for me to uh, take your donations and uh, give them to a hospital near me. So, yeah
2: <laughs> your your intentions are good.
0: Yeah, I guess. Um, kind of. what what are we doing? Oh, I just feel so tired. It's been long weeks.
1: Yeah. Yes, it has. very
0: busy long weeks we're not going down the political path today because that would be that would be two hours in and of itself of just whining so we're not going to do that um or arguing depending on what side you're on i guess um you have uh there
2: is two americans on this podcast and then a bunch of foreigners
0: yeah i know I'm pretty We're sure in- I know where everyone sits here, but <laughs> I don't want to take yeah. the chance of offending listeners and stuff when they don't come here for politics. They come here to talk about RPGs. Let's talk so, about
2: what we've been playing, then. Yeah.
0: So what have you been playing, Anna?
2: Um, I've been playing not RPG. <laughs> what? So, um, hang on. Let me pull up my list of completed games. I forgot to do that before we started.
0: You are playing Style Savvy. No. Oh, what? Yeah. So yes, think. you are. I know you are.
2: In in the since the last time that we had a podcast, let me think. The last podcast was December twenty ninth. I finished Dragon Quest Seven. Woo! So I got to the final boss dungeon, the actual final boss dungeon, because they kind of fake you out. Um, and I decided that I really didn't feel confident with the kind of combination of skills and jobs that i had so i stopped and grinded for six hours which was completely unnecessary
1: that's par for the dragon quest course yeah
2: and so i like went to a place where i could kill stuff really quickly and there was no cap on whether it would give um job experience and so i got a bunch of jobs um by the time i was done my grind All of my people were at or very close to level 40. And I walked into the final boss and like completely stomped him. So I completely overleveled myself or completely overjobbed myself. And that fight was a ridiculous cakewalk. cakewalk. So I finished Dragon Quest 7 at 68 hours. I probably could have finished it closer to 60.
1: I remember in the PS1 version, I think it took like two or three tries for me to get through that last fight.
2: Well, and I was really intimidated because all of my friends on Twitter either got stuck on or had to stop and grind at the final boss. And so I kind of did a little bit of research into jobs and what kind of skills they gave and what sort of um, transferred over from other um, jobs because the system changed between the original PlayStation version where you kept all of your skills regardless of what job you did and the 3DS version where um, if you are in an advanced or expert job, you don't keep those skills when you change to a different job.
1: Mm. So what was your final party?
2: Um, shoot, I think I tweeted about it. I had a oh. hero, a champion, uh, a um it's the it's the one it's like a better it's like the advanced class of dancer Uh, Uh, performer they they were called teen idol in the in the playstation version and then uh i had a champion a hero a paladin and then a dancing person Um, But one of the things that I had done is basically the entire game, Ruff spent as a monster. And so even though Ruff was like, uh, I think he was my um, hero or my champion. I don't remember which one. He had like a bunch of healing abilities and a bunch of buffing abilities and like really super useful spells um, that did not match with his class. So um, do yourself a huge favor if you're going to play Dragon Quest 7 um, as soon as you can turn Ruff into a heal slime do it and master it because it will give him multi heal and he is like the worst mage but he can get into a bunch of jobs that have fairly large mana pools and oh wow, having um Ruff with like 100 to 120 mana and multi heal was really clutch for me Um, The funny thing is, is he was the only person that ran out of mana. (laughs) All of my other people still had mana by the end of the fight, which was like, I was reading my friend's Twitter accounts of like them going against the final boss. And they were like, yeah, I just died because I ran out of mana. And I was like, oh, well, that sounds terrible. And I don't want to do that. And so I ended up, yeah, completely over preparing for that boss.
0: But you did it well.
2: I did. And so I was very happy to be done because I was just done with that game. It was just a little bit too long. Um. Yeah. And we've talked about like, you know, what stories would I cut out and stuff like that before, and I've done it a bunch on the forum, so no point in retreading that. But since I kind of wanted like a, a palate cleanser, I downloaded and played um, Chase Cold Case Investigations. Um, there's only one case out right now, so it only took me like two hours to beat it, but it was perfect. It was like that, that nice sort of, like I said, I... Palette cleanser is like the best word that I can think for it. It was just, you know, it was story-based. There was no combat. You know, I didn't have to think super hard about what I was doing. It had just the right level of challenge for me. Um, So, since uh, that was like November 6th and Pokemon Sun wasn't going to come out till November 18th, I decided to dive back into style, savvy, fashion forward. And uh, within two days, I had rolled credits. Uh, but unlike um, the what was the previous style savvy game? Trendsetters. Trendsetters. Unlike Trendsetters, there is a massive, massive post credit story.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And so um, I unlocked the ability to do uh, modeling jobs. I unlocked the ability to do makeup for people. I unlocked the ability to do hairstyles for people. I helped someone get married. I unlocked like five different places to travel and there's stuff to do at each of them. I've been continuing to do fashion shows and get money for my shop and change things and collect miniatures and I launched new brands. I'm still missing a brand. I don't know how to launch it. So I'm going to have to look into that. I'm designing my own custom thing, custom um, pieces of uh custom shirts and custom dresses and custom clothing. And so, yeah, uh, it took me about 12 hours to finish the main story. And I've played at least that much post-game, if not more. I'd have to look at my my in-game time, but I can't do that right now because I'm playing Pokemon. So I really played the crap out of that game. And I am so happy with how much I got out of it. And then, of course, yesterday, Pokemon Sun came out. So I immediately quit it to play that.
0: Of course. As did I. <laughs> we'll get to Pokemon in a second.
2: Okay. Uh, we'll say maybe Pokemon for last. Because yeah. that's what I've been playing. So who else is next? Uh, okay.
0: I thought you had iPad games, too.
2: Yeah. Um, you... So my parents came to visit.
0: Me? You're blaming me for this?
2: And you suggested they try Shuffle Cat's. Oh yeah, which I'm is so sorry. Uh, a king game. it's gin rummy I knew it's done they'd by like king it, though. and yeah um basically what happened is the entire time my mom was here she played on my ipad until she ran out of gems and then she played on her phone until she ran out of gems and then she switched back to my ipad but having now played an ipad both my parents really really want an ipad so they're getting one for black friday
1: way to get them hooked
2: i yeah. know well and the funny thing is is they've had iphones for quite a while um i think they started with a 5c and i think they have a 6s as well at this point um but the funny thing is is i've been telling them over and over again because they've kind of been humming and hawing about an ipad for a couple of years now i'm like just go to the apple store and try it out and see which one you like not realizing there are no apple stores in canada There is an Apple store in Vancouver and an Apple store in Toronto, and that's it, basically. And where they stay in Florida, they're they're just not close, super close to an Apple store. So while they were here, we actually went to the Apple store, which, like, was the highlight of their trip, I swear. So, yeah, I've been playing iPad games when my mother would give me back my iPad.
0: I wouldn't give you back your
2: iPad. Well, then what have you been playing, Chris? <coughs> Me? Yes.
0: I played a lot of Monster Hunter, and that's really it. So, like, <laughs> other than what was on Extra Life, um, yeah, I've been playing so much Monster Hunter. I did all the village quests I could do, and now I'm, I've been working my way up through the Hunter's Guild quests, and I, I'm still only HR rank 3. I'm real close to 4. Um, I haven't... Uh, I don't know. I've been getting buried in quests so i can unlock food items but my cat is awesome and i've been playing as cats and i've showed you other cats you've been listening to me play as the cats um but it's monster hunter i mean you you get together you slay big monsters and you do different quests around about that so there's not much to talk about really um yeah i don't i don't know what to say um but that that's that's it until pokemon hit yesterday and I didn't feel ready to start Pokemon, but I did, and so we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, Alice, what have you been playing?
3: Uh, I've not been playing a lot of RPGs myself, either. This isn't acceptable. <sighs> well, did you I don't know. What missiles?
0: To... Missiles? Were missiles involved?
3: Uh, I think missiles may have been involved at some point. Okay, okay. I'm interested. Oh, no. Was it missiles, or was it just outright projectiles? I think it was more projectiles hmm. i mean i could mention the whole uh alpha clone thing but that's probably more of a new story oh okay so what, uh, what, what have it, you been mention, playing <laughs> um so stuff i've been playing um i picked up uh crypt of the necro dancer and ah. the current steam sale um all that's really shown is I'm really bad at roguelikes and I have no rhythm.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is a dangerous combination in that game.
3: Yeah, it. although the soundtrack is really, really good. um, Like, really good. It's from the you same actually, guy who...
1: You, you actually hook
3: up a dance pad? You can hook up a dance pad if you want, but well, I haven't got There's like gotten. three soundtracks. I'm talking about the one done by Danny B.
0: Yeah, it's a good one.
3: Yeah, same guy who did Super Meat Boy and the original Binding of Isaac. The good Binding of Isaac. The good Binding of Isaac soundtrack. Yeah. Not that i there must, there must be a, bo- a mod to replace the, I, uh, the Rebirth soundtrack uh, man, with the there good has one. to be at this
0: point, right? I don't know what it is, though. Uh, I think everyone gave up um, on that. There's waiting for um, Afterbirth Plus or whatever's next, and it keeps getting delayed.
3: Yeah, I think that's what David's waiting for. He hasn't played it for a while. Um, one sec. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have picked up the uh, full version of Planet Coaster. Because that came out this week. Don't know if you noticed. No, I didn't notice. So
0: what's that about?
3: Um. I know. I think I mentioned it because I was playing the beta on last time we spoke. I think there was okay. um, I so I picked. I had it pre-ordered for a while. Um, somehow, before the game came out, uh, I had racked up 22 hours. Wow. And I'm currently sitting on 31. Holy cow. Yeah. So. I'm liking it. It is basically Rollercoaster Tycoon 4 in the same vein as Rollercoaster Tycoon 3. Same development team. Um, If you're expecting massive evolution of the rollercoaster... Oh, sorry, the theme park construction genre, you're probably looking in the wrong place. But, man, some people are really creative. Like, good God. There's already a huge amount of stuff on the uh, Steam Workshop for this. And some of the stuff that that people have already put together is ridiculous. You know, what's of, yeah, um, What's the craziest thing? Yeah, uh, the craziest thing. Someone has done a very good uh, Hogwarts. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Uh, there's an entire there's a the Death Star launched coaster. Yeah. Ew. Um things like there are sort of copies from um uh copies of uh real world rides um all kinds of crazy shit like it, it has a thriving steam workshop community that's busy producing like really good quality stuff
0: sweet
3: um Yeah, and the last thing I've been playing is I've gone back to playing some Warframe as they finally got around to releasing um, the long-awaited War Within quest, which is a kind of follow-up to the sort of very lore-focused Second Dream quest. Um, You can only do it if you've finished Second Dream and met a couple of other requirements, um, but it does go into... It's sort of more sort of backstory elements of the game setting and it was pretty enjoyable i don't think it's as good as second dream itself um but it was still very well put together so if you've been playing warframe you're probably already familiar with it and i've probably already done it as well so yeah that's what i've been playing all right
2: who's next alex
0: alex is an art.
2: well he I- should be I
0: know, but he's not on Skype, so I wasn't able to add him to the call.
2: Oh, weird! It says you added him.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna tell him to get on Skype. Like, get on! All right, so let's talk about Pokemon. You skipped me. Oh, let's talk about Kelly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you jerk! Are you a Pokemon?
1: Oh yeah, I have Pokemon, but we can talk about that together. Um I played an ungodly amount of Shin Megami Tensei IV Apocalypse.
2: Right, cuz you had a road trip.
1: Yeah, I I played that. Um I downloaded the DLC that lets you farm that lets you farm monsters for money Ooh. because money is a bitch to get in that game and I like really messing around with uh combining stuff together together to get super moves and different uh demons and stuff like that and you need a lot of money for that so that was like three bucks well spent
2: sweet and
1: I'm I managed to get like about 60 percent of the compendium complete and then I realized oh yeah Pokemon comes in a week comes out in a week so I want to try and get further in the game and I still have yet to finish the game, but that's gonna go on hold because I want to play Pokemon right now. And I played a lot of WoW, but I kind of I'm at that point to where I, I'm not really in the my main character is kind of maxed out for the time being, and I'm not really in the mood to level alt. <laughs> So, went through my backlog and played a little bit of Knights of Azure since the sequel's coming out soon. Wait,
0: did you finish Why didn't I'm uh, let me I'm I'm sorry. Why didn't you play more SMT? Cuz uh Pokemon. But you you played Knights of Azure. Yeah. Why didn't you why did you pick up Knights of Azure instead of keep going with with SMT?
1: I usually keep one portable game and one, uh, Oh I see okay. console game
0: ah, going. You're not allergic to the PlayStation like Anna is. I get it. Yeah, yeah. Anna has issues.
1: Yeah, because I usually <laughs> I usually only play my DS like before I go to bed at night or when I'm on the road or cool. stuff like that.
0: Got it. Got it. All right. So carry on.
1: So, yeah, Knight, Knights of Azure, I could easily call that the side boob game because every time I use my special move, that's all I see is side boob. side boob? boob. <laughs> yes. It's kind of one of those things that you can't unnotice. But um, I really like that game. I'm surprised that that didn't do as well here because uh, it, it reminds me a lot of Castlevania.
2: Because it was about two girls in love.
1: Yeah, there's that. But that doesn't bother me.
2: No, but I'm sure it bothers a lot of people.
1: But, I mean, it it, it really has a Castlevania aesthetic. The music is Castlevania. The combat system is very castlevania I I don't, I don't y- think
2: it was ever like promoted as a Castlevania game, though. Was it? I, I know,
1: it's not. It's just the whole thing reeks of Castlevania to me but it's it's a really good game and i'm sure it's probably a lot cheaper than it was i mean i got it for my birthday and it was a 60 dollar game when it came out but i'm sure that the price has dropped considerably but that's a nice little playstation 4 hidden gem i'm going to try to finish that before yeah Final and Fantasy apparently 15.
2: it's not super long it's like 10 to 15 hours so you could probably knock it out in a weekend if you were really delic- dedicated
1: yeah and um i there's kind of a monster raising aspect to that and that's why I've been playing it a little bit longer than I probably should be because I'm really getting into finding different monsters to have in my party and um, leveling them up. There's there's an, a challenge arena that's really fun to play. Um, it's just a, a really nice little game that I don't think got enough love when it came out.
2: Cool. Now I definitely want to play it.
1: Yeah, yeah
2: was it was really it, good, and I was like, "Yeah, that's gonna kind of go on my stuff to playlist," and then it kind of disappeared into the ether for some reason. And I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean,
1: if if you're in between games and kind of just want something fun just to knock out, then I highly recommend that. the The only thing I don't like about it is the controls are a little bit wonky, but you get used to it. But that's pretty much all I've been playing aside from Pokemon.
2: So, right.
0: Well, well we let's talk, talk about, about Pokemon. Pokemon.
1: All right. I named I named my Litten Randy Savage.
0: <laughs> Getting ready for wrestler transformation.
1: Yes. See,
0: if I got a Litten, I would just name him the Betrayer. <laughs> he took your cute preconceptions about what your adorable Pokemon would be and destroyed them.
1: I just wanted. I just want to be able to go. Oh yeah! Every time <laughs> I use a move.
2: <sighs>
0: so all right, so your starter is a Litton, Anemry. What's your starter? Litten. And I took Owlet.
2: Rowlet.
0: Rowlet, whatever. <laughs> I don't even know mine's name, but it's still more. It's still better than yours. Also, no, apparently, most you. of the internet took Rowlet. Yes. <laughs> according to Twitter.
2: <laughs> yeah. So all three hashtag team starter names are trending, but Rowlet seemed to be trending the hardest.
0: <laughs> trending the hardest.
2: Trending the mostest.
0: <laughs> I when I trend, I trend hard.
2: That's right. <laughs> I
0: love it. So uh what do you think so far, Anna?
2: Um I just got the EXP share. There's they did a really good job of giving you a huge variety of Pokemon to start it's with. Huge. It's huge. It's so big. We're going to have to build a wall around it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I have Lytton. I have Magnemite because I put my Petra away. Um, oh, I have how could you? I Ladyba and uh, you... Metapod. Metapod's going to go away as soon as it evolves into a Butterfree.
0: <laughs> I like that. Well, as soon as you're done, you're out of here.
2: Yep. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true.
1: I have not figured out who I want on my team yet. I've just um, I haven't gotten the XP share yet. I've just been kind of running around.
2: You get it really fast. Go yeah, to, go to the school. Just, okay, just do the story until you get it, because it's like the first thirty minutes.
1: Okay. I I love all of the UI stuff that they have done to improve this game. Like yes! they have a fast button, the fast button to go right to the pokeball, so that you're not shuffling in your bag.
2: There's so much good UI changes. This game. The fact that, so that you can happy. actually
1: see if moves are going to be effective or not before you even use them.
2: I like people who were complaining about that, like it made the game too easy. And I'm like, y- have you not played Persona?
1: Like, yeah. Like, screw you, that's awesome. I freaking love that part. um, Because there's, like, 18
2: million types at this point, and I don't always remember which Pokemon is which. Since there's, you know, 700 of them or whatever.
1: Well, it's one of those things where the type matching in the game kind of makes sense in a logical matter. Like, electricity is always strong against water because of zapping, or...
2: Right, and water I mean, is always you know, strong against fire. Kind of like the base ones are really easy to remember, but then you get into stuff like steel and ghost and psychic and fairy and I'm like, "Huh?" Eh?
1: Like I never remember what rock is good or weak against because rock Pokémon just kind of meld together with um, ground ones to me and I always get right. Them confused. Right, and
2: most of the rock Pokémon at this point are dual type. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I I feel you there.
1: Um did you get your 100 Pokéballs?
0: No, how do we do that? Um I bought the dual pack. We um, bought a dual pack on Amazon.
2: But apparently it didn't oh. have it in.
0: Does that not really? get
1: it? There, there should have been a code in the box. Did you Mm-mm. buy the dual pack with the uh steel, steel case? Book? Yeah. Yeah, there should have been a code.
0: It totally wasn't. Anna!
2: I'm telling you. Anna. You want to go in the recycling bin and find the box? There wasn't one.
1: Okay, that, that is messed up because my husband bought the book and he had a code.
2: Was it in, like, one of the cases or something?
1: I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. It should have came with a code for 100 Pokeballs for both versions.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: This isn't fair. Yeah. Why is it $10 more than both? By the way, Anna.
2: Hmm?
0: Oh, is it out now? I can't even see. How much was it? How much? I'm being told that it cost more. Yeah, eighty nine ninety nine for the Steelbook dual pack, which is more than buying them separate.
1: Oh, weird. Oh, my, someone in chat saying that the balls didn't come with the Steelbook. It was just the GameStop two pack, which... That's messed up.
0: Then how did you get your Pokeballs?
1: Because um, I just bought the GameStop two pack.
0: Oh, okay. So there you go. GameStop got the Pokeballs. Oh well. We paid more, got fewer things that help us in game, but got a real neat steel case.
2: Yay!
0: <laughs> Anne Marie is still waiting for her Z ring, that has not yet shipped. My Z ring. November twenty third that ships. Probably won't get it till after Thanksgiving, sadly. Mm-hmm. Bad panda. I know. It's not going to fit when's, on your wrist. When's time for it again? Uh, the 28th? No, the 25th. Uh, Sorry, the 25th. 25th.
3: Okay, because that weekend will be a good time to
0: buy all stuff. the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, man. I'm
1: loving this game so far
2: i am definitely enjoying it makes me very happy
0: yeah uh i yeah i'm a little bit further than either view it seems um but not much like half an hour to an hour and yeah it's interesting how it doesn't seem to be like a traditional gym leader challenge it's more of a uh, island master challenge or whatever champion challenge but i think you're still fighting eight people so it doesn't really matter um so what are, what are you, what are you, what are you, the music is good, right? You liking the new music?
1: I am enjoying the new oh. music. Oh yeah, it yeah. is awesome.
0: Yeah, so I think they did a good job with that again. Um, they didn't, um... no, I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, Pokemon. I feel like there should be more to talk about.
2: I mean, we're all just so early in the game.
0: Yeah, that's the problem. It just hit yesterday, and none of us were able to spend all day playing it. So
2: Yeah, you spent most of the evening playing it.
0: Yeah, I did, but even then... Yep. It's like, yeah, I did a lot of Pokemon things. Like, okay, Mas- Masalata? Mansalata? All I know is all the TVs are advertising some sort of um, salad thing that I think will be like a status for storing thing that I'll find in some later city, but whoever did, they blanketed Alola's Lola's advertiser with Mansalata or whatever it's called. And it is a big deal. And they've got Mansalata for side effects. I'm probably saying it wrong. Mansalata. I, I hope that's how it's spelled um, for side effects, or you can get just giant gobs of Mansalata. And I don't know what it is, but I really want it because it's being advertised everywhere. It's apparently it's the biggest thing. And so, Go get your mansalada is all I gotta say. <laughs> Alright. 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 Is Alex around yet? Can we get him? Let's see. Alex Alex. There he is. Come on. Get on the call. Get on the Oh he's he's just sitting here stealthing.
2: I said he was in the call.
0: Alex oh, well. You're here. Yeah. You're here.
4: Yeah. You're here. Hi. Yes. up?
0: Well, how you doing? What have you been playing?
4: Yeah, yeah, Fair question.
0: (laughs) Not prepared. Ah, (laughs) confused him. Just think about video games that you've controlled with your hands.
4: Okay. Well, I guess mostly this week I've been playing God Eater 2.
0: Ah. How's that going? Did did
4: you you get to all the expansion stuff finally? Yeah. I think I hit the thing that I think you figured out was the... Is like, is and it chip, better? Chip. Is it different? Is it better? Is it the same? It's different. It does add sort of another aspect to the battle system, so that works quite well.
0: Okay, that's good, but you have to play a lot to get to that point.
4: Yeah, I think I have basically, I've just started chapter fourteen in terms of like difficulty missions, and I think I've done a hundred and sixty story missions to get to that point. What?
0: That's a lot. The missions are shorter than they are in Monster Hunter. Anna.
2: Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah, they are about five minutes.
2: Okay, that's not quite well, as crazy well. Usually then. between
4: five and fifteen, but I've currently got a ridiculous build in it where basically I have almost infinite machine gun style bullets. Is uh. <laughs> usually, usually when you fire five bullets, it uses up a part of a gauge. The way I've got, but when the bullets hit it recharges some of that gauge but the skills i've got basically means that i get like for like changes so as soon as i hit it i basically get all the gauge back again so i can keep going so i just pull bullets onto onto creatures at the moment it seems to be well at least a lot less likely to kill me than trying to go melee on with them Yeah, but I mean, it's still a great game. It's just so many missions.
0: So many missions.
4: (laughs) Yeah, perspective of God Eater Resurrection, the entire thing for that is only about 100 story missions. So, yeah. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. I started Root Letter. Which is a Root Letter. It's sort of a somewhat investigative visual novel. Oh, okay. But it's basically your character who used to have a pen pal in a town in Japan. So like 15 years ago, And she sent like one saying that, uh, she killed someone as the last letter, but you don't like pick it up until 15 years later. So you go and investigate what that was all about. And basically try to find her. That's not good. But
0: it's
4: but- yeah. It's pretty interesting. It's fairly light. At the moment. There's not actually that much. I mean, it's not like the other ones, like Dangamorph and stuff, where there is death everywhere. <laughs> so so far, there has been no. Well, actually, there's been a couple. Oh, of Oh, yeah, you can't even all...
0: say there's been no death, can you? Yeah, <laughs> uh,
4: there's, been, there's, there's been a couple of deaths, but they were like 15 years ago or whatever. So no one, no one cares anymore. We no no one it. who appeared, no one who's actually appeared in the games so before has died. Okay. It's basically set in a, it's actually set in a real city in Japan. I don't think what it's called.
0: Death Z- city by any chance?
4: No, it's not. It's one that, it's one that I know sort of one of the um, RPG fans mice has actually visited. Hmm. see where it? it? Was it, was uh, it Sendai? Ma- no, it's uh, Matsue. Oh, okay. In the Shimane prefecture. But basically all the like locations and stuff are based on real places, and, that, and I think I saw I saw a photo that he'd taken from it, and it basically did look exactly the same as the artwork. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, so they've gone to proper lengths to sort of like properly show it in the game. It's pretty neat. That's a pretty fun. That's pretty fun. little you air know, uh, visual novel. It's better than. But if that it's not sort of just straight playing through it straight sort of making choices or just going through into the text you actually have to sort of wander around sort of go to different places say the right show the right thing or say something so a bit like s- slightly like the investigator bits in Felix Wright and Danganronpa only a bit lighter so actually I'm really liking that one and only I also start. what's the name of it again Campbell. Sorry. Uh, Root letter. Root letter. Yep. The root they usually show is the square root symbol.
0: Oh, of course. Right.
4: Yeah, that's on PS4 and PS Vita.
2: Ooh, Vita game.
4: Yep, I'm playing on Vita.
0: The home for visual novels.
4: Yep. Other than PC. $37.77
0: Thirty seven seventy seven on Amazon right now in the US. If you want root letter, act now. So what else you playing? Anything else?
4: Uh I did start saw that online hollow realization.
2: And you realized that it was hollow?
4: Yeah. Yeah. I assume. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, kinda, yeah. Alright. I mean, it's got good gameplay, but so do all the others, but it's got all the same problems and that even with a good translation, all the tutorial stuff is, doesn't really help much at all. And it has the big issue I have with the entire cast in that the main character is boring, has no flaws, and all the female characters are only there to fawn over him. Oh,
2: that's delightful.
4: But yeah. If you like that sort of thing, it probably works for you. I, yeah, don't say much.
0: Which <laughs> is such a terrible title. Follow <laughs> Realization. All right. You played any Pokemon?
4: No, it's not out here until uh, Tuesday or Wednesday.
0: Oh, uh, unacceptable. Uh, but oh well. Yep. Well, shall we hit the news then, folks? Breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. As I break your speakers, sorry there. Um, Persona 5 has been delayed. No! That's right, Persona 5 has been delayed.
1: You get to do the I told you so dance,
0: Chris. Yeah, time for the I told you so. Of course it got delayed. And it'll probably... If this game wasn't out already, I think it would be delayed again. But it it is out in Japan, so I'm I'm guessing their explanation of "eh, we're going to release it with Japanese DLC." Well, that doesn't really count for anything. They could just still do that later. But whatever, it's being delayed. So much for the Valentine's Day I Love You edition, um, which is still you know in our cart, Anna. Like we still we ordered it, but now it's not going to be out on Valentine's Day. So what was the point of that if they hadn't locked it in? You know? No?
2: I don't know. I kind of get the impression that something might have gone on behind the scenes.
0: Really? No kidding. (sighs) Take your heart premium edition. Oh my gosh, Anna. You're getting a school bag with this thing. Yep. And a Morgana plushie. Yep. Oh my gosh. This thing's crazy.
2: Yeah, that's why for, I had Especially you it's order.
0: only $90. Cheap. So why is it so cheap? I don't know. That's a lot of crap for a for a $90 collectors thing. Mm-hmm. I and mean, you get an art I, book
1: too. I had to have that Morgana plushie. It was so cute.
0: They had a video with Morgana's voice actress this week. Yes. Yes. Or was it last week? they've
2: had a video for each of the voice actors once a week for like a month now mm-hmm. they're very cool
0: they're up on the site you can go check them out um they're linked in the show notes for the week uh, which you can see in the show thread over on the forums um you can uh yeah so they got Ryuji and Morgana the most recent two and then in the story for the delay that's what we got here they announced it during a live stream okay. it's going to be delayed like, who announces that during a live stream? That's kind of weird, but okay. It'll now arrive on April 4th, 2017 in both Europe and North America.
2: So, I mean, I wonder if the delay was to sync up with
4: Europe.
0: I don't know. Um, they're going to have Japanese... Well, they
4: have already announced it for the same day in Europe, so...
2: Oh, I thought it was going to be later. My bad. I
0: apologize. Excuse me. Um, DLC is going to be available for... That'll give you Japanese audio with subtitles. Um, it's available for both the PS3 and the PS4 versions, so both will get the DLC. Um, the game will be at the PlayStation Experience in Anaheim Convention Center in December 3rd and 4th in the form of a playable demo. Mm. The Take Your Heart Premium Edition game now has updated art for the OST jewel case, the art book, and the steel book. Which, I don't know if I have a picture of that updated art or if the Amazon page I was just looking at got updated, but, uh um let's see is there any differences here yeah i can't tell oh yeah it must have been updated yeah so it looks cool still looking good still a persona game and we confirmed that it actually reviewed well in japan or people who played it seemed to like it so be excite but also be disappoint sorry
2: i'm disappointed so since we let
0: <laughs> since we left i'm
1: disappointed
0: Since we last spoke, uh, BlizzCon also occurred. So, Anna, what was the biggest things out of BlizzCon for you? Um... Diablo
2: 3
0: is the first one.
2: So there's Diablo 1 and Diablo 3 now.
0: Yes, there's Diablo 1 and Diablo 3. It's on the PTR. I played it last night. Um, I'm going to be honest with you guys. This feels like somebody had an idea and they wanted to make it happen as a special event and then it got completely over-promoted in BlizzCon as like some sort of way that it's fulfilling your desires for an HD remaster of Diablo 1. It's really not.
2: It looks like garbage.
0: Uh, It is. The retro filters make it look old that I don't take too much umbrage with, except I would like to turn them off and I haven't found a way to do that. Um, The eight-way direction moving, that's great. I'm totally cool with that, because that's how the original Diablo works, so you're just kind of shuffling back and forth real quickly in each eight directions, that's that's fine. But then the combat system is just the Diablo 3 combat system, so it really doesn't feel like Diablo 1. Um, because of the eight ways uh, of movement and and stuff, you can get that nice overwhelmed feeling going on with monsters, but even then, there's like more stuff on the screen than... Well, I guess you could have a ton of stuff on the screen in Diablo One. It's been a long time since I played it legit. Uh, played that, excuse me. Um, so to say that the uh, it didn't feel like Diablo One. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And you know when you when you get your first ding and it explodes all the monsters around you because you dinged, you realize no, this is still Diablo Three <laughs> because Diablo One didn't do crap like that. Um, so. I still, I do agree with them that the best way to experience it is to kind of roll a brand new level one character and go straight into that event and, um, and go from there because that felt, um, better, uh, to have nothing when starting out in the first layer of that dungeon did feel a lot better than going in there and just dominating everything for the achievements and like the, the soul stone gem that you would get if you finished through the areas.
2: My chavos
0: um, but I am also disappointed that stairways from level to level, it's not just like a stairway on the ground like it should have been, or like it like it was in the first games. It's just normal exits and entrances. They're using the normal Diablo 3 tile sets for everything. So, I think it's a little disappointing as far as what it could have been, And but it totally makes sense as far as, you know, the resources they had to devote to that. And um, So, it, it's nice to have it. And you do get the Tristram music while you're playing it and stuff like that, so that's always good. You're in town and the Tristram theme plays and it's like okay this sounds right Um, yeah it's not exactly what I wanted but it's a good homage and you do get to fight the butcher and all that stuff so um, check check Uh, I still would prefer an HD remake of Diablo 2 and no signs of that coming anytime soon Uh, they did also announce Um, oh go ahead
1: did you play Necromancer at
0: all no I, I is that in the PTR as well
1: um I'm not sure. I know that they announced it along with the, uh, the elbow one remake.
0: Yeah. So they've announced the necromancer pack, which is going to come with the, it'll add, you're going to pay some amount of money. I forget how much it's going to add the necromancer your game, two stash tabs, some pets and some other crap. Um, kind of bummed that they're making people buy the full pack. If they want those extra stash tabs, cause those are nice and those should just be purchasable with in game currency. Those shouldn't cost real money, but whatever. Um, I'll take it and I won't mind, uh, supporting the game by buying this pack um so that's coming and you'll be able to play as a necromancer and do your bone stuff and have skeletons run around with you they showed it off at blizzcon i have not played it because i didn't go to blizzcon and i didn't see it on the ptr but i didn't look very hard but i don't think that's in there yet i think that's coming later um yeah uh if you're waiting for production stuff uh the necromancer pack i don't think had a date i think it's just sometime next year right does anyone know
1: I'm not sure.
3: Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, early, early next year, sometime. Uh, be, the... I don't know, March, April. Yeah.
0: Um, let's see. The yeah, there's no price. There's no date. Uh, the tr- the Tristram thing going through Diablo One in Diablo Three that will be released in production on the main game in January of 2017. So it's a, and that's going to be part of a, a yearly anniversary event for Diablo that, that'll come out every January. It'll open up for like a month, and then it'll close down, and you won't be able to play it for the rest of the year.
2: That so, seems kind of lame.
0: Why? It's like a holiday event. Oh,
2: man.
0: <laughs> No? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just
2: not always available to play.
0: For a month? you got a month, Anna, and okay. it's going to take you a couple hours.
2: Oh, okay. I didn't it's like, know it was that short
0: it's not gonna be that long it's 12 levels and it's Diablo 3 mechanics so you can turn the difficulty way down you're not gonna have trouble with this okay so it's not like playing Diablo 1 and having to spend like an actual full game's worth of effort on leveling up your character
2: okie dokie
0: though I would recommend doing that again instead because Diablo 1 has like the best vibe and the best story out of all the Diablos but the interface oh my god oh I don't wanna deal with that anymore that interface was bad. It doesn't age well. So many th- so many lessons were learned. And then we had Diablo 2. And then Diablo 3 took away the belt. And everyone rejoiced. Um, but they also took away some of the charm. Uh, anyway. Um, BlizzCon wow announcements came out like crazy. Um, do you remember some of the highlights, Anna? No, you don't.
2: There's like four patches they announced.
0: Yeah, so the 7-1 is out. That's the one that added Karazan. We've talked about that in the past. 715 was announced. And what's that adding? I don't know.
2: I didn't make any notes about You this.
0: didn't make any notes. Sorry. That's the one with micro holidays.
2: Right.
0: I don't remember what the micro holidays were.
2: It's like Day of the Dead.
0: Oh, yeah. Call the Scarab. Glowcap Festival. Hatching of the Hippogriffs. So they're adding all these little like festivals and stuff in the game. Um... It's like real short term holidays, not like two to three week Wintervale celebrations.
2: No, they're one to three days.
0: Um, and yeah.
1: there's like no toys or pets or anything. They're just kind of meant to be little fun things that you do with groups and stuff like that.
2: So that's cool. I like that idea.
0: One of them is like you get to do the scarab things and like get your horde or alliance banner held on your server for the rest of the year.
2: Yeah. So some of them have like permanent effects.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. New mounts. A new raid. More story in seven point two. Let's see. What's that? What's the uh, What's the raid? Um. Cathedral. No. Broken Shore. No.
1: Tomb uh, of Sargeras
0: Tomb of Sargeras that's right and then 7.3 is oh wait 7.2 also adds the, the humanoid bear form for the druid which is insane looking and I don't know what's going on with that but um, and then 7.3 everyone's going to Argus to fight the demons so there you go oh and there's class mounts in 7.2 that's the other thing about 7.2 so there are all sorts of things coming to WoW and it's all sounded good and like class flying was coming soon right yeah in 7.2 I guess is when you'll finally get to fly. And it sounds like it's gonna be a lot less annoying than flying worked in Draenor. Yeah, you know, kind of the theme oh, of this expansion is. is everything is less annoying in, than it was in Draenor. As in
3: it's less annoying in terms of the fact that the achievement is a little bit easier to get. That's about it. I that's what I and assume. Yeah.
1: And it's less annoying in the fact that they actually announced that it's coming and have not yeah. dangling us along the entire patch mm-hmm. or the entire expansion. Sorry, I'm still a little bitter.
0: Are you? <laughs> I couldn't Just a tell. tad. I couldn't tell. So there you go. That's the uh, that's your wow. That's your BlizzCon news. There's other stuff happening in the other games, but we got so much news to cover. We're going to stick to the RPGs today. Final Fantasy 15. Um, the marketing blitz continues. Um, most interesting story I saw this week: <laughs> a Final Fantasy 15 menu is coming to one of Jamie Oliver's restaurants in London. <laughs> I... So, here you go. So, on the week of November 22nd through the 29th, if you're in London, you go to Jamie Oliver's 15 restaurant. It'll be serving dishes inspired by the meals enjoyed by Noct and his buddies. Here's the selection. It's a set menu. So, you go there, you're going to get these things. And there'll be a set price, I assume. Well, yeah, I know there'll be a set price. Uh, the starter will be risotto bubble and squeak, um, beer pickled onion, Berkswell cheese. Um, bubble and squeak is some sort of reference to something in the game. I don't know what. Um the main will Actually, be
4: no that's an actual dish.
0: Oh, bubble and squeak is an actual dish? Okay. So yeah, take that
4: old cats both Cool, bubble and squeak.
0: Well see, listen, this is all British. I don't understand it. Uh main yeah. course will be a short rib, Yukon Gold, mashed potatoes, garlic, and Montgomery cheddar. And for dessert you'll have a Yuzu cheesecake, blueberry compote, ginger crumble. Actually you get to choose, don't you? No? Maybe? I don't know. I don't really understand how that's working. So you, the, this menu reads like you would choose one of each, because why would you get cheesecake, a blueberry compote, and a ginger crumble? Oh, yeah, I guess that would be on one dish, wouldn't it? Yeah, you got cheesecake, you've got some compote to put your cheesecake in, and crumble on top. Okay, yeah, all right, good. So that's what you're getting. Uh, I'm sure it's overpriced, and it doesn't... I know you, you're you're listening to this, you're like, well, why isn't there, like, chocobo steaks, or, like, moogle um, ham, or something like that on the menu? And because... <laughs> you don't want to eat a moogle <laughs> um the reason i think is because they make these in the game you're going to build make like real food dishes and they're going to affect your stats the next day when you eat them at night it's going to boost you the next day and they're real f- dishes in the game and so these are dishes that are the same as the real dishes to be able to make in the game so it's not like fantasy things like the final fantasy 4th Teen thing where you're you're eating fake uh real version real food based on the fake food in the game. Here you're just eating real food that is the same as the real food in the game. So if that makes any sense. Who wants to go to Jamie Oliver's restaurant?
2: Jamie
0: Oliver is uh, the one in who does London. our
1: specialty dishes. hmm What was that, Kelly? I would if I live in London lived in London. You gonna right go, off. Alice?
0: No, I don't like Jamie Oliver. Oh, okay. If someone paid for
4: it, yes. <laughs> if someone
0: paid for you, okay. Cool.
4: That's going to be loot. <sighs> all right,
0: so no one's going. Sorry. I would go. Anna, would you go with me? Sure. Yeah. Anna, like, Anna and I like to go to foods with fancy chefs involved. So let's see. Final Fantasy 15 put out something that apparently doesn't taste so good. The demo... The, uh, Judgment Disk demo came out in Japan on November 11th, um, apparently full of bugs. Um, weird, weird bugs, too, with, like, graphics glitches and stuff. Anybody, no one tried this demo out, right? No. Okay. Because I think if you just have a Japanese account, you just download it and try it, but, yeah. So, real buggy, and there's some funny screenshots, like, the screen's completely green, or one where the ground is all purple, Um, other ones were parts of the display. The images are stacking on top of each other in a way that doesn't make sense or where multiple people are spawning in the same place. And so their heads are sticking out of other people's arms and weird things like that. (laughs) It's, It's weird. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, yeah. Demo buggy. Usually you don't see demos that buggy, but, uh, at least it's not the final game. They put out some details about the PlayStation 4 Pro update for Final Fantasy 15. So let's see. During the active time report on uh, the November 10th, they said... The game will, the patch will be mostly to increase the frame rate of the game to adjust to the PlayStation 4 Pro. They're currently working on tuning on the game so that when playing in full HD, they'll be able to put in some excess power into the frame rates. The aim of the patch is to bring the game to 60 frames a second, but at the moment, it floats between 40 and 50. Again, the 60 frames a second is for when the game is running at 1080p. It'll also have an upscaled 4K mode, but that will run at about 30. So, there you go. Um, Which, if it's upscaled, I don't understand why it takes a frame rate hit, because that should just be a scaler, but whatever. It must be more than just upscaling then, but whatevs. Um, And then finally, we have some... Well, not finally. We have some details about details. Uh, they announced on uh, the 18th, which was yesterday, that you can get details about Final Fantasy 15's day one patch, and those details will come out on Monday. <laughs> and you're like, what? I'm confused. Yeah. So, <laughs> you can, uh, you, can, yeah, on Monday they will have details about what's going on in the day one patch. Um, the enhancements, the extra features, upgrades they want to add. Uh, so whatever. So you'll, you'll find out then what they're adding in that first patch. In the meantime, get, you found out that they are making a mobile MMO for Final Fantasy 15. Yeah, I can just feel your guys' excitement. Uh, it's going to contain feature, uh, characters, music, and story elements from the 15 console game. And, uh, let's see. And similar to, uh, well, I don't know if that's that or So I'm going to
4: read that. Square yeah. Enix doing a mobile spin-off, I am shocked.
0: I'm sure it'll be a free to play MMO that's not really a real MMO and it's not really free and it they want all your money, so there you go. And then finally they are selling gender equality. And are you interested in this? Uh, uh they're gonna add they are considering adding a playable Luna or another heroine to Final Fantasy Fifteen via DLC. <laughs> if they did that, would you pay for it? So you could play the game I, as a girl. I I don't know. Okay.
2: I, I am of many minds about this because...
0: Uh, what most likely would happen is a new scenario where you play as that person. Right, right? and that's so. the
2: thing is it's like it would probably be like when the dude bras each get their own scenario. Right. And so that's cool. And I'm of two minds because, one, I want to support this type of DLC because it shows Square Enix that people are interested in playing as a female character but two I feel like it encourages bad behavior by buying the DLC because it is their sop you know it's the thing that they did because they were pressured to do it
1: yeah and I don't know
2: if I want to encourage that kind of sloppy thought process
1: I'm not really all that must about not playing as girls in this game. I mean, if, if, I'm, I'm, if it serves the story, then And that's the thing the is,
2: deal? and I agree with you to, oops, sorry, shut up, Siri. Um, I am inclined to agree with you to a point. I mean, I feel like if they had come to us and said it was really important for the story to be all guys, I would have kind of squinted my eyes at them a little bit but it was i don't know i never felt like there was a good justification for why all of the women were just kind of token characters final well, fantasy I mean, the- has had incredibly strong incredibly well-rounded female characters in many of their games and to kind I of mean- go from final fantasy 13 where multiple times we had a female main character in 14 which has like a really good good examples of strong female characters in the narrative and then we have 15 which is just a bunch of dudes because it's a bunch of dudes i'm not I've
1: saying always that... been of
2: the... sorry go ahead
1: i've always been of the mindset that i would rather have strongly written characters of any gender than one weakly written character of any gender shoehorned in
2: and to... i totally agree with that But I think it's weird that they basically... It was like two steps forward and two steps back. There there have been lots of Final Fantasies with great female characters. And all of a sudden, Square Enix is coming at us and saying, well, we can't write a compellingly good female character for this story. I just kind of like, what? Really? Well, they Mm -hmm. wanted it
0: to be a trip about the guys, right? And is that so wrong?
2: Yeah, I mean, but at the same time... The gaming community really held Blizzard's feet to the fire for saying that Warlords was going to be the dude's trip. If we don't give a free pass to one company, why are we giving a free pass to the other?
0: Well, should we have really <laughs> held their feet to the fire on that one?
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: Okay. It was a stupid explanation. Okay. And uh, one one more thing. I'm gonna just going to throw this out here. Final Fantasy X-2. All girls.
2: I mean... and that's that's the thing thing. that bugs me is like there is compelling evidence that Final Fantasy can and can does really good games with strong female characters
0: and and that game happened and it was about the girls and this one's about the guys why can't we have those as separate games
2: I don't know I kind of felt like Final Fantasy 10-2 was about the girls chasing after Well, and the the
1: ironic thing is that when 10-2 was announced people whined that there were no guys in it so there you go
0: so that's everyone's rare. just gonna complain about anything because they're gonna see it as an offense to whatever they're sensitive
3: to.
2: Maybe. I don't yeah. feel like I'm sensitive it, th- about it I not think, having female characters. I, think, I the, think sorry, go ahead.
3: I think the ge- I think the general idea is, is that you can't actually make the Final fan- Fantasy fan base happy.
2: Yes, like, that's true. That and it's totally it. true. It's you just can't. weird it for me. It's
3: basic I think regardless of what Square Enix had done. I think we would probably be be having a various like iterative version of this discussion. No, it, that's
0: not true. If they had put in like a completely gender diverse and race diverse cast, we wouldn't be having this discussion but who No, knows I if it would be, be having, as strongly I think, written. Right? I think
3: we would be. I think we would be having this discussion. But I think we would be having this discussion on the merits of, say, a particular character and whether or not they actually add anything to the plot. Uh, we wouldn't be having it now. We'd be having it in about. It's like, why did know, they put in, in this months.
0: token character? They shouldn't have done that. Uh, we well, would,
3: it's that, true, we won't be happy. Of, is this is this is this a good is this a good addition to the series? Because characters who who are added to Final Fantasy. In general, and I you know, I mean this across the entire series, tend to crop up in other media. They I'm not saying they recycle characters, but they have things like theatre rhythm and Dissidia and things like that. which brings in you know like you basically you add a character not only are you adding a character or story, you're adding a character set of characters to a shared universe effectively. Okay. You know, same thing when you add any characters to any kind of long running franchise that just happens to have shared elements between various games. Final Fantasy, I can just think of just because of things like Theater Rhythm and Dissidia.
0: It's just, I, I don't know that we would criticize a movie for being about the boys right now, and yet I feel like this game's getting criticism for being about the boys. I think, I, I, for I'm, me, I'm, it's be,
2: because I'm, it's a be Final honest. Fantasy game. Oh. T- it's to be just, honest,
3: I'm fine, with, I'm fine with a guy's road trip. Yeah.
2: And I am, too. It's just, a, it's, for me, it's sort of a mental exercise. For a series that has had so many good female representative characters why all of a sudden did they decide to go with an all-male cast and i'm not trying to be accusatory i'm kind of trying to wrap my, my
3: brain around it and i think my, it's a good
2: discussion point like wouldn't my, it have my, been cool my,
3: hey, let me Well, no my my guess behind it is they had three games with a female main character okay in a row yeah they wanted to get Lighten, away from I it. mean, regardless of what Western fans think about Lightning, she is ridiculously popular in Japan.
2: Mm. I think it would have like, been cool if they had made... So. There's one of the guards that he's like, he wears glasses and he's kind of nerdy.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that would have been a cool character as a girl. Oh, okay.
3: But then they couldn't oh, well, sleep what, in the same that's tent. What six, that's what Rule 63 is for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. So I,
0: I oh. I don't I know. I'm
2: I'm kind of of two minds because I feel like I can argue, ardently debate I, with, about this, but in the end I I'm I want sure to make sure to make the one gonna point gonna that that
0: people at home might have made that we haven't made and that's this is a video game and you are playing as these characters and people want to be able to play as themselves a lot of times in games. And so maybe having something that relates closer to them is more important in a video game than it is in a movie. So there is that that sense out there. So maybe that's what's generating more criticism for this than other things. But whatever. Um, so I just want to at least acknowledge that. <laughs> okay. Zelda. That said, oh, go ahead.
1: That, that being said, I think I have more male WoW characters than female <laughs> WoW characters. Well, sometimes so. <laughs> you
0: want to try out being what you aren't, you know? <laughs> go ahead. Anna?
2: I'm pretty much 50 50. You're 50 50? Male okay. and female.
0: Um, Anna is all inclusive. Pansexual wild characters. <laughs> That's what that is means, right? That's not what that means. That's <laughs> not what that means? Oh, never mind then. Oops. Do
2: I need to throw a spoon at you? Yeah,
0: probably. Um, you can spoon me anytime. Uh, Zelda Escape um, that is coming to the U.S. So Nintendo and Scrap, S C R A P, I've never heard of them. They're putting up a puzzle oh, I, tour. I've never heard of them either. <laughs> They're putting real escape game Defenders of the Triforce, a Legend of Zelda-inspired challenge that's going to go around the U.S. It's an escape room. It's going to come to eight different cities and allow groups of six to try and solve a mystery in a room filled with items and characters from the Goron, Kokiri, and Kokiri tribes. Um, and like usual, it is your goal is to get out before time expires. It's going to kick off in San Francisco on January 31st, um, and it's also coming to Los Angeles in February, and somebody's playing with Legos or something on their microphone, and they need to stop. Um, Sorry. (laughs) uh, San Diego in February, Seattle, Washington later, (laughs) Phoenix, Arizona later, Houston, Texas later, Chicago, Illinois, and New York, New York. Go uh, check out details, search for Defenders of the Triforce, um, and get some details about that. Um, Let's see. Yeah, that's uh, that's all I got for you on that, but I thought some people might think it's cool. Greenix announced a new Bravely Default game. Or a Bravely Default thing. It's uh, for smartphone. <laughs> Have I lost your interest yet? <laughs> it's in closed beta now. It's called Bravely Default Fairy's Effect. Um, it is a uh, developed by Silicon Studio. It's a smartphone RPG. It's in closed beta. It's going to launch in 2017 in Japan on iOS and Android. And oh my gosh. Is somebody tapping a cat or
1: something? No, I'm clapping.
0: Oh, you're clapping. I'm just so confused what I was hearing. All right there's there's bravely default characters it looks about as good as a 3ds because oh my gosh 3ds is old hardware now um it is uh let's see i i have nothing no idea about what's really going on here except i'm sure they're gonna microtransaction the hell out of you somehow um but yeah it's bravely default it's on a smartphone and uh it's in beta and it's coming out next year and i want to let you all know it was coming i'm sure we'll get it eventually um and here's some shocking news the the dude what does Pokemon at Game Freak says, I think the remakes like Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green is still an approach we're interested in. With the virtual console releases of the original games, specifically there had never been a way to bring those Pokemon over to the latest generation. It had always been that you couldn't get those Pokemon out. Uh, with the 20th anniversary, it was right timing to release the original games. I think we really want to give people the experience of bringing these Pokemon from the original Game Boy and see what they look like in Sun and Moon. That is something I want people to enjoy. Uh let's see. Uh let's see. Since newer games and series have additional stats for Pokémon that didn't exist back in the original games, um people they asked him how is this going to work with the Pokémon game bank moving them forward to new titles. He said, "I wonder how they're going to change. I hope that's something people will look forward to seeing how it works." Um and let's see. Yeah, so um, the point being, this is in the interview mostly about the virtual console releases um, and and you know, how pe- they're excited people get Pokemon out of the old games. But that first line, um, he did say that they're still interested in making remakes as well. So, in Surprise No. One, they've basically confirmed that the, you're probably going to see more Pokemon remakes in the future. So, please be excited. No, okay. Kickstarter check. Anna, are you ready to Kickstarter check? Kabow. No. Huh?
2: Kickstarter, kick.
0: Kickstarter, Kabow. Oh, okay. Kabow. Kabow. Yeah. First off, uh, Legend. Oh, excuse me. Legrand Grand Legacy, an homage to JRPG's classics on the PC. They want one hundred and four thousand. They've got fifteen thousand. They've got twenty-seven days to go, so plenty of time. And they have a pre-alpha pro- prologue that you can actually play now on Steam. Their little tagline for the game is, In a chaotic world that's torn apart by civil war and threatened by an otherworldly invasion, six unlikely heroes have emerged. Um, and there's a trailer with loud music. And Let's see. Uh, Le Grand Legacy. And I, I don't know. So they're making a game. It's a JRPG. Um, there's a lion dude. And that's that's what I know about it so far. Um, so if you go go to Kickstarter, look up Lagrand L E G R A N D Legacy, see if you want to back it. We're not trying to sponsor or promote Kickstarter games. I will just want you to make aware of them. So for one pound, you can get in and say thank you, and you'll get a digital thank you certificate and Kickstarter exclusive wallpaper. Um, to actually get a copy of the game, uh, it's uh, nine pounds for the early bird, and once that sells out, it'll be twelve pounds. And you'll get the thank you certificate, the exclusive wallpaper, Steam, and DRM-free copies of the game, and an in-game credit. But if you want to spend lots of money, they have available for 8,000 pounds, which is about $9,988. You get everything. No restrictions, it says. You get several digital and physical copies of the game, double softcover art book copies, double hardcover... um, Artbook book copies, uh, create an item, create an NPC with several side quests and more, plus design a mini-boss. Name of the design of the mini-boss must fit the Grand Legacy universe and be approved by the developer. And a starring in-game credit. Uh, you get the certificate, you get the wallpaper, you get five copies of the game, you get a digital soundtrack, digital art book, a digital map, early access key, beta access, and in-game starter kit, alpha access... Uh, blah, blah 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 one of this does not include which is weird for one so expensive it does not include um, dinner with the developers or spend a week in their studio or anything weird like that so I thought that was interesting so yeah G- unsurprising none of those have sold so go check out Legrand Legacy see if it's for you also in the Kickstarter realms we have another game called Rogue Raiders Online it is an action <laughs> RPG for Vita. So I can already hear people rushing out to Kickstarter. Um, oh, Vita RPGs. I want to support these. Uh, four-player co-op is its goal. Uh, it's an action on, uh, action role-playing game with up to four players online, cooperative, gameplay, and PS Vita exclusive. So not only is it a Vita game, it's a Vita exclusive. Um, being put out by Christina Martin. Uh, let's see. So go check that out. They've got a little... You get to play as a little cat dude, looks like, or a fox guy or something like that. So, Anna might be into it. Um, I don't know. She likes kitties. So, go check that out. Uh, it For one uh, one euro, you get the uh, access to the dev blog and forum. For 15 euros, you get the game limited. Well, that's sold out already. For 20 euros, you get the game now. And uh, they want 34,000. They're at 8,000. So, they got a ways to go. For 5,000 euros in what is titled the Take My Money tier, design your own quest. Not that it should, f- or Note that it should fit the game lore. You will receive help in a Skype session uh, or dinner if you can travel to Madrid, Spain, with me to get this done. Design your own quest for digital copies of the game, digital art book, digital soundtrack, access to the dev blog and forum, and beta access. Estimated delivery February 2018. Ha <laughs> uh, I wonder if this game will actually come out before the f- Vita is just straight up done. But... Uh... There, there you go. That is uh, Rogue Raiders Online. And then finally, one more Kickstarter game for you called Fantasy Conquest Tactics. Advanced Wars meets Final Fantasy Tactics in this colorful, quirky, tactical strategy game of Kingdom Conquest and Domination. They want 20,000. They're at 1,300. They've got 11 days to go. They, uh, You can back this on Kickstarter and try out a demo that they have available on itch. Uh, itch.io. Uh, For a buck, you're the dutiful villager. Maybe you're a poor... I like this. They've got descriptions for all the tiers. For $1, maybe you're a poor peasant who's short on coins, or maybe you don't have the courage to step out into the world beyond your village walls. But regardless, you wish to see the kingdom prosper. And for this, the kingdom acknowledges and thanks you. You get project updates and a credit listing. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Ah, $15 is the first tier that has the game. Uh, you've been waiting for this chance to serve the kingdom with your whole life. Now that you see the possibility of it in front of you, you're ready to charge out and take what you've sought after. Digital copy of the game plus early access. And then if we go way down and spend all the monies, let's see, what do you get? By the way, their Kickstarter page is adorable because it has all these animated gifts everywhere. Um... $5,000. $5,000. You are the legendary hero. You're the hero of the kingdom. A victor of 100 battles and a savior of thousands. The kingdom owes you a debt it will never repay, but it will try. Let's figure something out. <laughs> Includes Marauding Minstrel, which is a previous tier. So they're actually going to say that th- that tier, they're really actually just going to work with you to figure out what your reward is. So if you want to give them five grand, um, there you go. It's up to you. So that is fantasy conquest tactics and are you interested in backing any of these games Mm, not right now not right now okay you let me know all right so now some shorter news stories for you dragon quest 8 got a january release date january twentieth, 2017 kelly is excited
1: yes Um, game is so good
4: yeah uh guild uh oh go ahead (coughs) So, just speaking of release dates, I was looking at um, something last year, guess how many of the top 20 most anticipated games of 2016 came out in 2016?
2: Uh, 5.
4: <laughs> There's a bit more than that.
2: 12. Lower. 8?
4: Higher. 9?
2: 10? 11? 10. Ten. Okay. Half. Half. Wow. <laughs> We're going to have a fun uh, Game of the Year show this year, aren't we, guys? Oh.
0: Did he say there's 10 more games coming out?
2: No. Out of uh, the top 20 oh. games coming out in 2016, okay. 10 of them came out.
4: What? What? What do you mean? It was uh, like our upcoming oh. uh, Most Excited for Games feature oh. from last year. and none of them, and, then, and
0: half of them didn't come out. Okay.
4: Yeah okay yeah there, there, no, that there, makes were, sense. there were some where there were some that we were expecting to get delayed but hadn't been delayed yet so yeah but it just amused me when like I was persona <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i know persona's on there it's gonna win the award again for most anticipated game in the year next year <laughs> yeah, the game is gonna likely. win every year all <laughs> right Uh, Guild of Dungeoneering is getting an update, uh, or I guess it's out. The DLC pack is called Ice Cream Headaches. It adds a new region to the game, new enemies, recruits, loot to check out in dungeons, and a new uh, favor feature, which allows for certain rooms to be added to the dungeon that can generate a new research. Uh, Guild of Dungeoneering is like a card-based battle system, dungeon exploring thing. It it looks like it's all drawn on paper. It's real cool. Go check it out. It's like five bucks. Um, God Wars Limited Edition. Uh, nis america's announced it's putting out a limited edition for in north america for its tactical rpg god wars future past all right now this is a tactical rpg have you even heard of this
2: uh i've heard the title does that count
0: do you care about it no it looks like you're kind of game to care about um yeah but look at some of the screenshots anna
2: i don't care about the physical edition
0: oh but but the game yeah maybe okay all right, so for 79 99 for PS4 or 74 99 for Vita, you get the following. A collector's box, the game, a physical copy of the game. Um, well, is it a physical copy? It yeah. doesn't say. It could just be a code. They don't say. Oh, wait, I see a box, so it mustn't be. All right, so it is the game. They
2: don't do codes.
0: All right, art book, soundtrack CD, a 27-inch by 38-inch cloth poster, and a three and a half diameter pocket mirror. So, there you go. God Wars: Future Pass.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm excited in this game, but since it's a Vita game, I'm just gonna want to download it.
0: Yeah, no, I guess that, I guess I get that. It's also a PS4 game, though.
2: Mm. Yeah, I'd much rather. Play
0: I pocket know mirror. you have. You just won't use our consoles. <laughs> Sorry. You're allergic to them.
2: No. Get a bigger TV. All right.
0: <laughs> Oh, that's the problem now. I like that. That's the problem. The TV's not big enough.
2: I can't see things. Mm.
0: I would like to get a bigger TV. I... Someone needs to give us money for that. Let's put that on our Christmas list. Get us a bigger TV.
2: <laughs> yes, I'm sure someone's going to want to spend $1,000 to give us oh. a TV. How big of a TV do you need? 65 inches.
0: So 55 to 65 would be what we need. I well, in list.
2: Crazy research on, like, what's 4K and what isn't. Yeah. And you gave me an hour-long presentation. No, HDR and what isn't. Oh, that's it. You gave me an hour-long presentation. Well, since we have
0: the PS4 Pro, if we're gonna get into TV, you should get one that is HDR, which means all the TV choices we have are more expensive than they could be.
2: Well, you were... During this hour-long presentation, you also explained to me how there were, like, two years in which the standard wasn't standardized. Yeah. And as of this year, the standard has been standardized, except there are two brands that are like, screw your standard, we're doing our own thing.
0: No, there's multiple standards. Ugh. (laughs) There's the mainstream standard that's probably going to win, and then the other standard that's probably not going to win. So
2: this is VHS and Betamax all over again?
0: Yeah, every year, Anna, there's something that is VHS and Betamax all over again. That's how tech works. Yeah. So, Alright, so Super Robot Wars five is hitting Japan in February. Um, it is uh, yeah, so just letting you know that's happening. So Alice, you gonna get that?
3: Wait, what am I getting? Super Robot Wars
4: v, not five. V. Oh, that's yes. oh. yeah. Super, Super v- Robot v. Wars that's V.
3: Is. How would I know? The, uh, the trailer says it stands for Voyage. Oh my gosh. So Super Robot Whatever. Wars. Whatever, are v you getting it or voyage. not? Yes, yeah, of course. But seriously, when do you know? When do you when, when have you known me not to get a Super uh, Robot Wars? Game? I don't know.
0: I'm just I just wanted to hear you talk about it. Uh, well, it looks pretty good. There's an English subtitled one coming in Asian some in 2017. So yes, there is. So that'll be cool. Also, the the thing I the the Wait, um the that interest- means we could actually play a real Super Robot Wars game here. Yes, but it's probably going to be a terrible translation, isn't it?
3: The Moondwellers. I, I I've commented on the Moondwellers translation already. It's probably going to be done by the same people. Oh, but that wasn't so, good, was it? It was okay. It wasn't Sword Art Online bad. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: Well, that's good. I anyways. mean, okay, low bar, but I have I have Sword <laughs> I have sword is sitting in the other room. Moondwellers sitting in the other room. I should actually go play. Have you, that.
3: Actually, have you, yeah, have you actually like tried any nope. of it yet?
0: I haven't even taken off its shrink wrap jesus christ
3: <laughs> i know i know you should probably go and do that at right least, now, the very right? least before the more... pod, very least before the podcast next week
0: oh okay um well but... next week is
3: Thanksgiving. oh yeah whatever so... whatever probably the we week after podcast. yeah <laughs> um what's interesting about this one though is i i don't know did we mention it i was kind of half asleep um the they are releasing a premium soundtrack version of it which is probably not going to come out to Asia, probably. No, probably not. Um, it's a bit of a. It, they. It's not the first time Bandai have done Namco Bandai have done this. They've done this for a number of their other licensed game was where they release a regular version, but they also release a special edition which has uh, more vocal tracks. So, as an example, the Dynasty Warrior like K- uh, Kamen Rider games had premium sound versions that included like a lot more vocal tracks from that series um, and I presume the increased cost is largely down to music rights and a bit of, basically it's half price gouging and half music rights because now instead of including uh, a, a, a lyricless uh, you know sort of um Tracks in your game you're now throwing in songs done by actual artists who are going to demand royalty fees hmm. uh, am I making yeah. sense? you are yeah, so I think some of the price increase will be the fact that they're now paying the artists for their for their songs-hmm or having to pay the artists more for the songs. They're presumably already paying the artists because of how royalties work. Are you work. telling me I licensing
0: music in Japan just got even more expensive?
3: I think licensing music in Japan has always been expensive. Right,
0: but you're making it sound like it's just got even more expensive.
3: But... No, no, I think the other path of the price increase is just Namco Bandai price gouging. Okay, fair enough. Yep, exactly. Um The only thing is, I kind of know Super Robot Wars f- for its non-vocal tracks. And generally, their non-vocal tracks are actually, you know, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Especially even the ones when they're working with limited sound hardware, like on the GBA. Um, some of those remixes were actually pretty good. So basically, you end up with a chiptune remix of you know, the insert robot anime opening here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not actually sure, where, you know, if given the option, whether I'd actually buy it. So yeah, I thought I'd mention it.
0: Alright, cool. I'm gonna mention some PS4 updates for Neo. So Neo isn't even out yet, right? So <laughs> but they have announced that the uh it's gonna come out and it's gonna have PS4 Pro stuff for it. And uh let's see. Um so if you have a PS4 Oh, this is weird. All right, you have options even on a PS4. So, you buy Neo, and you put it in your regular, plain-jane PS4. Is that offensive? Your regular, plain-old PS4. Movie mode, 1080p resolution at 30 frames a second. Action mode, 60 frames a second at a reduced resolution. Movie mode with variable frame rate, 1080p resolution with a changing frame rate as the game requires. Well, I guess it's good you're getting options. If you have a PlayStation 4, here's what you get. Movie mode. 1080p resolution with high-quality anti-aliasing at 30 frames per second. Action mode. uh, 1080p resolution with 60 frames a second. All right, cool. Movie mode 4K display. 4K resolution at 30 frames a second. Action mode 4K display. 1080p resolution at... 60 frames a second um i don't know that that's any different but okay it's like action mode on 4k and action mode regular are the same but all right you have options and you have more options on the more powerful hardware so that's how they're doing it um as opposed to all the other games that have been coming out and getting patches where the everything runs at 4k and gets downscaled to 1080p and that's why some of the games are performing worse right now on the playstation 4 pro
2: our poor world of final fantasy world of final
0: fantasy is so blurry
2: so the way that they have done um camera blocking in world of final fantasy is they gave an extreme emphasis to the things that are close and they slowly start to blur out the things in the background which works just fine if you have a regular ps4 or a vita but the pro like like extremely emphasizes they do it, and so you uh, s- there's a bug, Anna. yeah. There's the straight t- up a bug, yeah. By the time you start to look at things in the background, like um, the little uh, floating fox thing, it is like Tama, a- yeah, it is like a blur of kind of white with a little bit of color overlaid over it.
0: It's really bad, it's everything is blurry on there. It's it's also kind it, of funny. Awful. <laughs> uh, in theory, if you take out the patch. Um to one point o one it also fixes the glitch, but then you lose the patch, and that's not good either.
2: That feels like a bad idea
0: well you know i'm I'm hoping they'll put out another patch, but who knows?
2: I'll just play it on Vita
0: no, no, <laughs> we have it on p s four pro We're not buying it again for you on Vita hmm. but I'll uninstall the patch and you'll be happy
2: I'll wait for a sale.
0: oh my goodness, no. I want you to play that game. It's cute. And it's fun to listen to.
2: (laughs) Oh, now I see what the problem is. That is
0: the problem. I kind of really want to see you play that
2: (laughs) game. Okay.
0: Thank you. All right. Uh, Before or after Pokemon? Probably after. All right. Next story is about Mass Effect Andromeda. And seven-day game. And went. That's uh, November 7th. And they announced some media. And they had a cinematic trailer. And that came out and they talked about how there's going to be a collector's bundle of the game that comes with a remote control car. Um, Alright. Who else saw this Mass Effect Andromeda trailer?
4: I did. Did you like it?
1: I didn't. I
0: don't play
4: Mass Effect. It World. had a lot of similarities to Inquisition.
0: Oh yeah? Okay.
4: Like, including that, I think on the image, has got the guy reaching up. It's yeah, basically yeah. like the cover of inquisition.
0: No, yeah, that's a good point. Really? Ooh. I thought the game I thought this trailer looked like a really bad movie. Oh. Like if if I saw this for a movie trailer, I'd think, well that's going to be crap. Um, oh. I, the game could be amazing. I just think it's a bad trailer, but uh it's you know, it didn't it didn't speak to me, that's for sure. Um, lots of campy, dumb sci-fi stuff going on, and some sort of evil villain, and who knows what's going on. And, yeah, so the basic story of this game is, you know, the Reapers are coming, the Reapers are coming, let's send out colonies to go colonize other galaxies. And
2: Wait, hasn't that been, like, the theme for a while?
0: Yeah, well, I think the idea is... Um, I f- thought that the idea... I'm sorry. I thought the idea is the Reaper thing was happening, and they sent out colonists to go to other galaxies to keep humanity going in another galaxy in case this one got destroyed.
2: Okay, so they their premise... Uh, they've, their been, they've been premise in space for be...
0: 600 years.
2: So their story premise is identical in every game?
0: What? What do you mean? Uh, it's just linked together. What do you mean?
4: Yeah, I mean, the, the first three games were, like, one connected premise. So.
0: Yeah, the first three games are one story, and the idea is at some point during that story, these guys went out in colony ships that was sent to another galaxy. And then yeah, 600 like years later, for... they...
4: Okay, go ahead. Uh, there's one ship for like, each of the four major races, I think. So I think Turians, Asari, Humans, and I think Salarians.
0: Salarians, not Quarians?
4: Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I think they they all sent out like the ships... At some point, and then 600 years later... The ships arrive, happens.
0: and guess what, Anna? There's already people in that galaxy, and something's going on, and there's danger, and people don't want to die because they're all alone in this new galaxy, so whatever. Um, yeah, I don't know. So the idea is you're a pathfinder, and it's your goal to figure out where people can go and... Uh, to to find a path to a colonizable world so that Wait all your people can go But the
2: universe is like empty as hell. Why is it every time the humans settle down they're not alone?
0: Well, because each ga- Okay, between All right, the universe is really big, right? And these galaxies, because and the that space would be between boring. the galaxies is really big. <laughs> the space between the galaxies is empty, but the galaxies themselves have stuff in it, like stars and planets and giant robotic spaceships that want to destroy all by bi- um, bio-organism life, you know? So... Hey, it's what I learned from playing Stellaris. Yeah.
2: Yeah, where you have xenophobic frogs.
0: Well, that happens, alright? Sometimes the frogs get scared. (laughs) Dark Rose Valkyrie and Mary Skelter are coming to the West. I know nothing about these games. I'm not going to bore you by trying to explain them all uh, um, deeply, but real quickly... Um, Black Rose Valkyrie is a game where there was an outbreak of an extraterrestrial virus in 2019, which causes people to turn into chimeras, and so people have to destroy the chimeras so that they don't kill everybody. That's coming, uh, spring 2017 for PlayStation 4. Mary Skelter Nightmares is a dungeon-crawling RPG where you're trapped in an underground tower known as the jail, which itself is alive, feeding on the desires of those trapped inside. It's turn-based combat, um... And th- the game also includes quote a strategic blood licking transform system and a blood rubbing system to power up your party. What the hell? I know. I don't know, but that's Alex wrote those words, and I think he, it looks like he copied them out of a press release that's or something. A, that's
4: a direct quote from like the um, video. That is weird.
0: It's set for summer 2017 on Vita, and it's PlayStation TV compatible.
4: Yeah, see <laughs> both these games are Compile Heart developed. I think Dark Rose Valkyrie is more along the vein of either Fairy Fencer or Omega Quintet, sort of that style of combat. Um, Mary Skelter, I'm not too sure about. I probably want to compare it most to Criminal Girls, but I'm not sure.
0: <laughs> uh, idea fact, or excuse me, Fairy Fencer F, Fairy Fencer F, Advent Dark Force. Ugh, I said that too many times. Fairy Fencer F Advent Dark Force is coming to PC via Steam uh sometime next year as well. So that also knows.
2: That's like the the super Is that like the remake or the sequel?
4: That's the enhanced port.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's the that's the even more enhanced than Fairy Fencer F was. So
2: it's it's Fairy Fencer it's plus plus. Fairy Fencer 1. plus 1. plus.
0: 1.5 No, 1.75.
2: Oh, okay. 2.67 1.9999. <laughs>
0: We'll just keep adding nines as we put out more releases. Grace and one, less than two. Yes.
2: <laughs> this, is, this is like 2 plus 2 equals 5?
0: 2 plus 2 equals 4.9 bar repeating.
2: No, 2 plus 2 equals 5 for larger values of 2.
0: Really large values of 2. Uh, Valkyria Azure Revolution, we've got some write-ups on, like, um, the enemy commanders. I just want you to go to the site and read that if you are interested in that, as well as more character introductions. So, if you're into Valkyria stuff, I just want to make sure you knew those were up on the site. Go check those out. Blue Reflection is a game coming out in Japan, and Gust released details of that also available on the site. Um, quickly, this is a... I don't know, you're a reflector. You solve your classmates' problems through your actions in a parallel world. And, and uh, I think we tried to explain this in the past and it doesn't work. So just go read it. Um, and it, anime happens. a magical happens. girl RPG. Yeah, that's right. It's a magical girl. It happens in alternate world, but the other world has like big giant monsters and anime happens and monsters die. So go watch that. Um, Cladoon is coming out here. Again, I guess. Oh, this is a this is the sequel to Cladoon. Cladoon returns, this is this is Sengoku. <laughs> Cladoon returns, this is Sengoku. What does that even mean? Uh, it's coming out in the West. It's coming. It came out in Japan earlier. It's out next year, spring twenty seventeen in the West. The West. Uh, it'll be digitally on PS4, Vita and PC. And an exclusive physical limited edition available for PS4 on NIS America Store. That includes a copy of the game, the OST inside a jewel case, an 8-bit foam sword, and premium packaging. So, this is supposed to be like your 8-bit style RPG or whatever. Um, Yeah, so. Classic Dungeon. That's what Cladoon is. Yeah, okay. I don't remember if it's any good. Do you like Cladoon? Did anyone play Cladoon? I don't.
2: It was
1: very obtuse. Yeah. I played a little bit of it, and it was very like there's so many systems in there. It was insane.
0: Mm. All right. Uh, Shiner Studios had a demo for story of the a story of the end Revere. So the the okay, so a story of the end dash Revere is the game, and they have a demo for it available now on itch.io. And you can go play it and turn it, see what's going on with Troy, who's a former soldier, and one of his soldiers, his missions, I guess, went bad, and blah blah blah. So you go try that out, see if you like it. It's looks like an RPG maker RPG. So go see if you like that. It's out next year. It f- is
4: an RPG maker RPG.
0: It is, yeah. Okay. Uh, Digimon Next Order is coming out in Japan. So we have a release date now, finally. Um, Europe on um, January twenty. 20- yeah. Europe in that's January. I I said that wrong. Hold on. And I I said that because I saw release in January and then my brain completed JA with Japan because I'm just an idiot. So (laughs) North America and Europe. uh, Europe is January 27th. North America is January 31st. It is the newest Digimon RPG called Digimon World Next Order, which I assume will be more like that last Digimon RPG with with the Digimon sleuthing, but maybe not. Is this one more no, action RPG? I don't know Yeah, what's going I think on.
4: Diff- uh, I think the Digimon world and Digimon story are slightly different okay. focuses. Oh, here we go. Digimon Next Order is, uh,
0: let's see, players get sucked into the digital world to discover it overrun by machine Dreymon's. They are rescued by two Digimon and must journey with their new partners, discover the source of the machine Draymond, and find a way back to the real world. You can choose a male or female protagonist. This is not like Final Fantasy. There will be no female DLC. And you'll be able to meet and recruit over 200 Digimon. So. And if you pre-order, you get a bonus DLC, uh, which includes the soundtrack to the game, as well as the original Digimon World game. Really? What's Digimon World? So. Oh, like for PlayStation 1. Okay, so apparently that comes as free DLC for this game. And Omega Mon Ultimate Digivolution Core and an Adventure Aid item set. Woo! There you go. You can play the original Digimon World. Did you play Digimon World, Anna?
2: Um... Because
0: this seems like it's a sequel to that.
2: Was that the one that you played on the PS4 that I was watching? No, this is
0: PlayStation 1.
2: Oh, uh... Probably.
0: 1999.
2: Yeah, probably.
0: Okay. Looks very Pokemon-y.
2: Yeah. I mean, if I could get a hold of a, if a monster-esque game on PlayStation, I played it. Mm.
0: Okay. Because so I really is... got big into Monster Rancher. So if you were into that, this is very much like that it looks like, but new. So you might care about this game. Digimon World Next Order. Okay. Moving on. Dynasty Warriors God Seekers is coming out here. Uh it's a tactical spin-off RPG for their long warning Dynasty Warrior games. Um so finally Annie, you can get in on the Dynasty Warriors games, right? No. Not, Not gonna really. No, even though it's tactical RPG mm. with ar- armies and facing and grids.
2: You know, I No. I reviewed a a, a Turn TRPG oh yeah onimusha tactics ah hey, hey, okay hey, hey.
0: it's uh coming out ps4 and vita in the west on january 37th Thir- 31st 2017 37th oh my God. <laughs> january 37th <That's>... Chris. <laughs> we need to finish this <sighs> new tokyo legacy is uh is coming out uh, two new releases for the for the games in that series Operation Abyss New Tokyo Legacy is coming to PC via Steam in early 2017, and Operation Babylon New Tokyo Legacy to both PS Vita and PC in spring 2017. And these are Alex's favorite games. Yeah, I was
2: going to say, you play this series, right, Alex? Or at least you review it. I don't know if you necessarily
4: enjoy it. I played some of Operation Abyss. No, it's your favorite game. No. (laughs) No. These, no, are, the, these with... are the more hardcore dungeon quarters.
0: Yeah. As opposed I got to through the... the one that wasn't hardcore. Which one was that? Sword City? Or... Um, uh, Ray Gigant. Ray Gigant, right. I, so, I think Sword City
4: is the most hardcore of them all. Oh, is it? Okay. <laughs> yes,
0: it was. Oh, I can't and keep yes, up is with is. all this. This
4: is why it took Doom's about eight months to complete it.
0: <laughs> oh, seriously? It was just yeah. that hard, huh? Oh, yep. man. I kind of want to play that now. I can't. I won't. I don't have time. Puzzle and Dragons is getting uh, Noctis from Final Fantasy 15 and Tifa from Final Fantasy 7. So, if you care about that, that's coming eventually. Um, so, it'll take a while to get here. I'm sure it'll be in Japan first. God Eater is getting Idolmaster stuff. So, have you heard about this, Alex?
4: <laughs> I did. It looks silly.
0: God Eater Resurrection, God Eater 2 Rage Burst are getting an update on. De- December 1st that will add costumes from the Idol Master and Kotori Onot- Otonashi as an operator. I don't know what an operator does but there you go. Um,
4: I guess she talks oh, to you they, during the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they say stuff. They?
0: And uh, the free update will add a character collaboration patch featuring costumes from Idolmaster, along with dance motions and background music. <laughs> um, which actually, this sounds pretty good. I don't know when it's coming out here or if it's coming out here. Uh probably Japan only for now. So sorry. You don't need
4: more background music. You don't need Goshina more background music? Okay. No, it's got Koshina as oh. the main composer. It's awesome.
0: Okay, good. <laughs> Fairy fence, oh we talked about that. And uh Drang Quest yeah. So Dragon Quest eleven is gonna get more details after Christmas. There's a 30th anniversary thing going on uh, in a stream to celebrate it, and they're going to give us the latest updates on Dragon Quest 11th. That show is going to take place December 29th, 2016, at 10 p.m. Jap- Japan Standard Time. There'll be a guest appearance from Yuji Hori and series composer Koichi Sugiyama. Maybe someone can ask him why he's so protective of his music. Um, no. Uh, let's see. You can, uh, yeah, and then they will show the latest On the upcoming PlayStation 4, Nintendo Switch, and 3DS title, Dragon Quest XI. So. That's cool. That might be one of the first opportunities to see a Switch running a game, like, live. Uh, And finally, Japan gets better Kingdom Hearts goodies than we do. So, well, of course. In Kingdom in Japan, at Kingdom Hearts 2.8, if you've pre-ordered Final Chapter Prologue, and yes, Anna, we already have that pre-ordered here, yep. um, the mini crystal stands feature Sora and other cr- characters from Kingdom Hearts HD. Um, they co- The bonus item comes in three varieties of air, bond, and coming, so I guess you only get one, I'm, I'm not really sure, but they're, it says crystal, which I assume actually just means translucent plastic, but... Uh, that's all I can tell you. It's called Mini Crystal Stance. So they could be crystal or crystal-ish. Um, and so you've got one with uh, Sora and all the characters kind of reaching for him as he falls. you got one with bonding of characters who I don't even recognize because Kingdom Hearts. And then finally just Sora and Goofy and Donald saying, my friends are my power. Um, and if you purchase the game on Amazon's Japan, you get a bonus PS4 exclusive custom theme. We don't get any of this crap because we're in the US or Europe and you know we don't get that sort of love sorry Anna it's time are you ready I'm ready all right first off we've got the princess is more hungry trailer uh, which is a Japanese trailer then we have one a trailer for Digimon World Next Order Atelier Fierce has a
2: trailer
0: Tyranny got a trailer RPG maker FES got a Trailer. A Japanese trailer. Akiba's Beat has a.
2: Ba-dum, ba-dum, trailer.
0: Atelier Shelly Plus.
2: Yay, trailer!
0: Monster Hunter Double Cross got
2: double cross the trailers
0: they got so many trailers they got all this oh monster hunter double cross was announced guys so many trailers. it's so monster hunter and i we didn't even talk about it because we only really covered the videos and i forgot to put it in as a story oh my gosh monster Hunter double cross it looks cool and i want to play it and it's it's like the upgraded version of the of the current monster hunter generations and it has not been announced for the west and it makes me sad i want an announcement now pokemon
2: Trailers, trailers, all the trailers. Many, many Pokemon trailers.
0: Tales of Berseria. Uh,
2: trailer. By the way, they got like a sick burn on Twitter this week.
0: What?
2: When um, Atlas announced that they were delaying Persona Five, the Tales of Twitter accounts at tweeted like quoted their tweet saying it was delayed and said, "Don't worry." That leaves people more time to play Tales of Berseria. Cool.
1: That's nice. Yeah, Namco shouldn't be throwing stones. Yeah, Why? I
2: that was a little too shady for Bamco.
0: Oh come on. It's they fine. delay
2: games all the time.
0: Yeah, that
1: was such a glass house, throwing stones.
0: Alice, is Berseria a good game? We've lost Alice. Alice, we sorry, made Sorry, I was trying to trying trying to sort dinner out. Oh. I'm sorry. Sorry. We want to know if Berseria is a good game.
3: I need more time with it. Okay. I have been seriously distracted by PC gaming recently. All right. Uh, speak- just, I, I was just going to say the, the only reason why is because my current setup means that I have to replace my central monitor when playing PS4 games. Ah, uh, okay. So, because I don't have a I don't have a dedicated TV. We don't have a TV in this house at all.
2: Really? Nope. Huh.
3: Where would, where would we put it? Oh, that's basically...
2: That's, that. That's... That's true.
0: Yeah. You just Need a switcher for your monitor or something.
3: Well, no, I mean, it, I, I just plug the um, I just plug the HDMI cable straight into the monitor, mm-hmm. and then just yeah, you need a switcher. It. So
2: all you have to do is go click and it. Wait, 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 wait,
3: wait, wait! PlayStation
0: 4 has the ability to stream to PC. Yeah, but yeah, but it's. I not. know. Mm. I know. <laughs> yeah. There's no point.
3: If you can wire it straight to the monitor, yeah, there's no point better.
0: streaming. You're right, you're right. And
3: the only reason the only reason I disable the central monitor is to stop any th- my because it's my main screen. So if stuff something happens while I'm using PS4, I'd prefer it come up on one of the others. So I just outright disable the monitor and switch channel on it. Alright. It works.
0: Alright. System works. Yes, it works. Speaking of PC gaming, Marie, guess what got a trailer? Uh, so, damn it! I did it wrong. Tides of Torment, Tides of Numenera got a
2: War Mastered trailer.
0: Oh wait, no, they didn't get a War Mastered trailer.
2: Oh right, no, I'm looking at the wrong entry. <laughs> they I got a trailer the about
0: one. the Nano class. Nano. All right. Darksiders War master Edition got a
2: War Master trailer. There
0: you go. And <laughs> dwarves got two trailers showing off different dwarves in the game.
2: Woo! Wonderful
4: dwarf.
0: Oh well. Showing off characters from the games.
2: Wait, one of them's not even a dwarf?
0: I know! It's, I've been lied to.
2: I, I feel I so betrayed!
0: <laughs> Alright, let's talk about new releases. So here's some games that already came out. Xanadu Next came out. That's for PC. Uh, it's a PC version of Xanadu Next, an action RPG from Falcom. It's now available in English thanks to Exeed. I have no idea if it's any good, but I know people like those Falcom games. So hopefully we'll have a review soon I hope maybe maybe not because otherwise we're going to forget about this game uh, Super Dungeon Bros came out brah I feel like I have a copy of that somewhere we do oh yeah we should play it <laughs> we'll, we'll never get around to it I can we? be a bro Um <laughs> Earthlock Festival of Ma- Magic got a retail release
2: is that the one that I played at um, PAX and got like this I thought it was Super super Cool and yeah. then I never played it again
0: yes I think so. I should do it. Earthlock? Yeah, I think so.
4: Um, I think the Vita release isn't out until like next year. Did you play as a little pig, Anna?
2: No.
0: Then no, it's not Earthlock.
2: No, the one that I was playing was like part tactical RPG dungeon crawl and part city builder.
0: I don't know what game you're referring to.
2: It was, I played it after the Atelier ripoff.
0: Oh, that's the, that's, I have that game.
2: Yeah, you kickstarted it.
0: Yeah, that's a uh, uh, rogue wizard's. Oh, okay. Yeah, you should play that. You'll probably like it more than I do. Um, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization is out. Um, and we talked about that a little earlier. Um, and Tyranny is out. Oh my gosh, if you like Pillars of Eternity and PC classic CRPGs, you should probably be getting in on P- Tyranny. Because that's kind of right up that alley. It's from Obsidian and Paradox Interactive. So go check that out. It's only 45 bucks, And it runs on the Mac. And I'm really... So I just got a new MacBook Pro this week, and it was, like, front and center in the Mac App Store, and I resisted the ability to to buy it because I knew Pokemon was coming out, but you should live in the way that I cannot and go play Tyranny and tell me how good it is and make me jealous, um, because I haven't finished Pillars of Eternity, and I would like to make myself do that first. Okay. Darksiders Warmaster Edition is coming out this week for PlayStation 4, Wii U, and Xbox One for 20 bucks. Wow. Um, That could be fun. Um can you get me a code for that, Anna? Uh, Probably not, right? Right.
2: Ask me after the podcast. Okay,
0: I'll, yeah, we'll have a conversation. Dragon Ball Fusions, the Dragon Ball Pokemon competitor, is, out, is coming out for 3DS for 30 bucks. Is anyone going to stop playing Pokemon to play that? Is yeah. it already out? It might already be, uh, be as, out.
1: As, as appealing as it sounds to level up a Vegeta. Oh, that does sound good. IVs. Oh,
0: mm. I want to level my Vegeta. Listen, my Gotenks is better than your Gotenks. November twenty second. Okay, Pokemon is out. And uh oh. Alice. Yep. Is Eve Ascension coming out this week? It's already out. Oh. So so what's up with Eve Ascension?
3: So Eve Ascension is the uh, extended trial slash what people have been calling free to play, but probably isn't. Ah, uh, because you um, can't do Eve. anything really beyond a certain yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but that that has now come out. Um, it has drastically bumped up the number of people who've logged in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're at uh, where is it? <laughs> I had something showing oh, there's currently forty six thousand three hundred and six logged people logged in at the moment, which is way higher than uh, I normal. think the high I think the highest it's been in eight months. So uh, have you been playing it at all, or did you just like log in and um, check it out? I've been I've been playing i well, I've been playing it. I still have my subscription. I've been playing it on and off for uh, I'll say most of the last couple of months, really. Um I've been sort of participating in a in the tribute war, which some people or some one person called this is not the greatest war in the world. This is just a tribute.
0: Um, okay.
3: <laughs> it, it, come on, it's yeah, good. No, it's good. Uh, did you deliver any missiles in Eve this week? Uh, no missiles. <sighs> there was mostly projectiles. Ah, uh, all right. I, I was flying the wrong kind of ships for missiles. I will try it to. Be, yeah. It should be said that at least for the people that I'm flying with, that missile platforms are an important element of. Oh, okay. So basically, rapid light caracals are pretty good ships. Um, and that that does involve missiles, yes. Okay. But I don't think I scored a kill with one. Let me just check my old kill board. Oh, okay. So my last kill is actually on November fifth. It's been a little while then. He also got distracted quite a lot by Planet Coaster. Um, oh geez, there's a lot of stuff on here. <laughs> Stop <laughs> yeah, killing yeah, this so is many all... people, <laughs> but this was e- this was most either projectiles or warp interdiction spheres because I fly dictors now.
0: Okay, I can't
3: keep and up with seems... you. Sorry, I can't keep up with you. No, no, but you could probably still kill me. <laughs> I doubt it. Depends on what I'm flying. I guess you'll still interdict me. Oh, quite possibly.
0: Dict move. All right. So let's see. I will. I will actually download that later today and see what it lets my character do, just because I'm curious. (laughs)
3: Um. Mm. Uh, There is a completely new tutorial. Oh. Okay. Like redone from scratch. They even changed the voice of the little AI computer Mm. thing.
0: Hmm.
3: You know. So. Yeah. Oh well, you can tell me how you get on in 2 weeks.
0: Yep, yep. Uh, well, I might message you
3: before. Oh, actually, actually what I will suggest, what I will suggest is um mm-hmm. attempt to do PVP look adorable and people will give you like money. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, people love adorable newbies How do you look adorable? Uh, just say something just clueless. Yeah, just yeah. be dumb and clueless. But d- okay. be dumb and clueless, don't be belligerent and try and still try and shoot people. And people will probably fall over themselves to give you money.
2: How <laughs> uh, do
1: I shot missile?
3: Yeah. Oh,
2: I, don't I don't think you can be that dumb.
3: That's gonna uh, be you'd hard. be surprised. Okay. Oh, seriously. Uh, well, there's what I'm just looking at the Eve subreddit, and there is a post on there saying I died twice in the tutorial. <laughs> so. All right. Cool. <laughs>
2: I mean, (laughs) how many times has EVE at PAX had panels on how to scam people?
0: At least once. I don't know if that's the the title of the panel, is it? Yes. Oh, okay.
2: I I know at least one time they had a panel that was literally called How How to to Scam scam People people. in EVE Online. It's
3: part of the game.
2: For fun and profit.
3: There's also, uh, in order to go with it, they also uh, put out a new... um, uh, the, their in house band put out a new song.
2: They have so, an in house band?
3: Yeah, it's called Perma Band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is both brilliant and terrible at the same time.
3: Yep. That's awesome. Yeah, so they did the song Wrecking Machine, which came along with the Citadel's tra- uh, the, the trailer for the Citadel's expansion. Uh, so they now have one that accompanied uh, their presence at E Vegas recently. Uh, the song the title Walk to the Dance for. Oh, they generally sort of switch up their musical styles, but they are a bunch of like you know crazy Nordic people. So nice. it is amazing though. <laughs> All right, Alice, what are you playing this week? Uh, Probably a lot more Planet Coaster. Okay.
0: Uh, Kelly, what are you playing this week? More Pokemon. Yeah, I am also going to be playing more Pokemon. Anna-Marie?
2: Definitely Pokemon. Yeah.
0: And Alex?
4: Yeah, we'll try and finish God Eater 2.
0: Okay, good luck. um, You're 160 missions in... So
4: yeah, 160. I think there's like 15 chapters. Something? Oh, okay. So yeah, I think I should be close-ish. Yeah. I hope. Unless I have to do any grinding to find parts to upgrade my stuff, because mm. I had to do that for like chapter 12, and I think just now I helped to find a new shield. So. Mm. But, yeah. Also, one thing I want to know is we have two new like debut reviews on oh. the site at the moment. All right. What are they? check. Uh, one is for Dex, and the other one is an import review for Etrinolide Five.
0: Dex, wow! I don't like Dex in my mind is some sort of old PlayStation platformer or something. But oh, that's Gex, I bet. Yeah, all right. So go read the reviews of decks and etrian odyssey 5 import review actually i might actually want to read that import review oh no it's supposed to be good and this is gonna make me sad i shouldn't read this <laughs> oh, i'm just gonna to want to play it all right so go read those and with that i think we're done yes okay so leave feedback for the show three ways to do it podcast or gamer.com, that's the email address 608-729-4098, that's the phone number, 608-729-4098, and finally, forums.rpgamer.com, go to the latest updates section and click on the show thread, and leave your feedback in the thread there. We will be back for sure in two weeks, I don't know if we'll be able to pull off a show next week, I'm sorry, but we're traveling for Thanksgiving, we're not going to have recording equipment, it's going to be real tough to do something, and... We'll be out for quite a while, so like putting in an extra show is just not gonna make sense with the timing. But we will be back in two weeks for sure, and we will hit you up back here with RPGamer, RPG cast, and uh, let us know what your best find on Black Friday was. That's that's what I want to hear from you. So with that, we'll see you next week. Thanks everybody. And uh bye. If you, yeah. Bye bye.
2: Bye bye. Later. Bye
0: bye. Gameflyoffer.com slash RPGamer, bridge ten for ten percent off. Try LootCrate.com slash RPGamer. Bridge 10 for 10% off.
3: Real smooth, Chris. I I better shut this down.
0: Thanks.